Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host Sarah and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Well, welcome back everyone to the second Her Daily Drive of 2020 that's actually recorded this year. Today I'm speaking with Hannah, who's recently been admitted as a young lawyer. She lives in Brisbane and has been attending New Life since we officially planted, which is really exciting, at the beginning of last year. She currently works as a senior legal analyst <laughs> at Ashurst. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> but it's about to start a grad dip in divinity next semester, which is what I'm super excited about because it means you're going to be coming and mm. potentially doing things alongside me, which would be so fun. Oh, I cannot wait for our study parties, honestly. <laughs> it's going to be great. Before we get started today, what are some go-to ISO essentials that you've been loving? Oh my goodness. So I have really loved Zoom. I'd never heard of it before coronavirus and now I use it literally every single day. Oh my goodness. It's been so, so helpful being able to see everyone. I have also really loved journaling. I never was a journaler. I always really struggled, but I've been through like one and a half journals during coronavirus, which is crazy. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I know, right? Like everyone always told me, write things down. I was like, mm, no, not for me, but definitely really, really loving it now. And probably my last one is like going for walks in the afternoon, going for walks like along the river and not putting like a timestamp on it because mm. I don't have anywhere to be. I can walk for as long as I want and it's fine. No one's expecting me anywhere, which has actually been really great, but so hard to social distance because yeah. everybody wants to be near water. Yeah. The river has been packed lately. In terms of journaling, when do you journal? I journal a lot of the time, actually at prayer in the mornings. I'm always like writing down the verses that everyone says and like what God is speaking to me about, like through their prayers as well, mm-hmm. which is really cool throughout small group and throughout church on Sundays. I've always enjoyed writing. I've always struggled like to have it feel genuine and authentic, but I've like learned to do that a lot more through coronavirus. It's like, just get it down. It's like your prayers. They don't have to be perfect. Mm. But like, as you're writing it down, you're like, okay, cool. I could look back at this later on and God will like smile at what I've been writing, which is like, cool. So can you tell us about your journey so far in life? What have you been up to? So I like grew up in a Christian family, like Christian household, but I don't think I really came into a relationship with God until probably early university even. Like that was when I kind of had my moment. I was like, okay, God, like you actually are real. And then kind of like went from there. I've been studying law for a really long time and I finally finished and finally have that piece of paper yes. to say I'm done. <laughs> like last week, right? <laughs> yeah, like last Monday, finally, oh, which is really exciting. But I'm also like really looking forward to doing ministry next semester. Definitely having chats to people and going, "Mm, could I do this for the rest of my life? And probably going, "Mm, maybe not. And yeah, being okay with that, going completely off plan Mm -hmm. and off topic from where I thought I was going. But it's crazy that everyone's been like planting that seed for a really long time. Like even Mike. And you're always like, oh, no ministry, maybe I'll just say lawyer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely having Mike last year mm. go, so ministry, you considered it? And um, <laughs> me going, that's a nice idea, mm. but not for me right now. I never mm. say, oh, no, that's not something I do. Because then I always feel like God works away to be like, oh, really? That's not what you're going to do? <laughs> and then all of a sudden the next minute you're doing it. Oh, for sure. I've always been one of those people who loves to plan things, mm-hmm. like loves to know what's next, what's the next obtainable goal. I'm very systematic. Mm-hmm. I always was as a kid. I would play with Lego and dollhouses just to set it up exactly as it was supposed to be and then pack it up. <laughs> that's great. Like, I never wanted to play with it for the purpose of playing with it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it to be exactly 
exactly as it was planned. Yeah. So I feel like I sort of treated God like that for a really long time as well. It was praying and going, okay, God, here are the things that I need. Here are the things that I think I want. Go forth and do your mighty work in my <laughs> life. And I think as I got older and I started to develop a stronger relationship with him, I realized that that's not how he operates. That's not how he generates. And getting frustrated and mad at God because he wasn't answering what I thought he was supposed to be answering he never said he was going to and he never promised that he was going to answer my prayers the way I asked them. So that was a tough lesson to learn in the past couple of years. So at the end of last year, I was in Dubai for three months, very fast turnaround. I had no idea about it until like two or three weeks before I left. And so it was a whole bunch of like sending messages to everyone at church going, am I allowed to leave? Like I'm in so many, <laughs> I'm in so many leadership roles right now. Yeah. Can I just drop my hat and come back? And everyone was so supportive. They said, this is an amazing opportunity. You need to take it. Like if God's calling you into that space right now, trust that, go with it. But God kind of prepared me, I feel like for the first few weeks before, like before I knew I was supposed to be going, I was having like crazy dreams telling me to pack and things like that, which was like in hindsight, I can now see God moving in that space. But at the time I was just like, what is going on? But yeah, going and doing that for three months in uh, like a foreign place that I've never been to before with zero friends and couldn't video call anybody. It was just such a crazy experience, but I had no idea what God was going to do with that. And then at the end of that experience, they said to me, they were like, we want you to come back and it'll probably be for like six to nine months. That freaked me out for a brief moment, but I was like, God, you know what? You've got it. You know exactly what's going to happen. Thank you so much that you're a good and gracious God and that you're giving me what I want, blah, blah, blah. And then I got back and it was radio silence. I hadn't, didn't hear anything. They had already offered me like a date to come back. They had already spoken to managers and no one was talking. No one knew what was going on. And coming from someone who really flourishes on a set guideline of here's the next steps, here's what's happening. And not having that certainty, I was so all over the place. And it took months, like it took months for me to even know what on earth was going on. Everyone just kept saying, oh, we'll get back to you. Or we'll talk to you in a few more weeks. And I felt like life in Brisbane was sort of on hold for a little while because I didn't want to get too involved and then have to pull back out again. Mm. And I remember at the beginning of this year, we had Anointing Sunday at yes. New Life. And I remember getting to the front and it was like you and Mike, who I ended up with. I actually prayed that you guys would be the ones. And I, there was someone in front of me who <laughs> was going to get God you. God answering your prayers. This oh, is great. oh my goodness. Yeah, there was someone in front of me and then they got called away at the last second. So then I ended up with you guys. And I was like, mm, thank you. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> but I just couldn't even get words out. I was just so confused. I was like, God, I don't know what's next. I don't know what you want me to do. And I felt so lost. It was just so hard to trust that he had it in that moment. And I remember just saying to you guys, I don't know what God wants. I don't know what my future, like everything's mm. just so fuzzy right now. But I was so convinced that I was meant to be going back. And then, yeah, a couple months went past and then obviously coronavirus hit. Yeah. which was intense. Like everything just yeah. shut down really fast. In that moment, I was so thankful to God. I could never have imagined that that was going to happen. How on earth could I have foreseen mm -hmm. that? But if I had left when they said that I was going to leave, I probably would have been stuck there for years. We don't know. Like, we don't know when our border is going to open back up again. Mm -hmm. And I could have been stuck there for a really long time. And it's even worse there than it is here. Mm -hmm. So if you want to leave um, your house, you have to get a, like permission from the police basically to leave your house. And you were in a hotel, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was just staying in a hotel. So I would have been stuck in a hotel room by myself mm -hmm. 
for who knows how long and it wasn't exactly a place where I had a computer set up or a home desk or any of that kind of stuff crazy thing how God like orchestrates everything to line up and at the time you don't think it's for your benefit Mm. but then it does turn out to be him taking care of you oh absolutely I definitely think that's something I've learned over the past couple years that Bad things don't necessarily happen because God's making them happen, but he can use any circumstance for either our good or his glory. And I've found that such like a good reminder of like his character and that he, he's not like punishing us for not being faithful enough in that moment or whatever. It's just, God's got a bigger plan, a better plan. And just trusting that is so hard though. This has already been so good talking to you. I can't wait to get into the topic. What are you actually going to discuss with us today? What topic? So I really want to talk about journaling. We've already sort of touched on that, but like the power of reflective prayer mm-hmm. and how important it is to kind of look back on what God is doing in our lives and how it can really build a more intimate relationship with God and just being able to look back and go, wow, God, you never disappeared. You never went anywhere, even though I couldn't see you in that moment. Why do you reckon reflecting on past circumstances and reflecting on prayer, etc., mm-hmm. is really important in today's society? I feel like part of it is we always love to know what's happening next and we always like to have control over our situation and when things get really bad and we're going through suffering we can either take the path of trying to fix it on our own and getting an even worse situation or having full faith in god and having that full faith in god just takes such a leap of faith every single time it doesn't matter how many times you've had to do it it is hard every single time being able to go back and look at where god was in the past i find is so helpful to be able to go okay god like i know that this is a really hard situation and i know that you didn't destine me to be in a place of suffering but that you are going to pull me out of it on the other side of it i really love actually romans eight twenty eight, where he says and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose and so i really love that that he has a purpose for us and he knows where he's going to send us Mm. and yeah I find that really comforting in those moments where you're like good what next (laughs) you shared a bit about your experience of reflective journaling and how you've gone through one and a half journals in this time of isolation loving it but can you expand a little bit more on your journey that you've been on with reflective prayer couple years ago I know I was chatting to Mike and Sarah about this in the past I had like a very rough year where it was just it just seemed like one thing after the other it honestly did it was a very very crazy year we had family members passing away we had mum in hospital going through the roughest time of her life dad in like crazy stress about all of it having family members breaking limbs like having (laughs) grandparents in hospital because they've also broken limbs and then them getting sick and me trying to finish uni and brothers dropping out of school and it was just a really crazy year Mm. but being able to journal throughout that or being able to pray throughout that time and then coming on the other side of it and being able to look back and going god you did something amazing in that space like for instance my my dad was never the kind of guy who would pray at the dinner table he for some reason really really struggled with that but while mum was in hospital for such a long time he kind of had to step up in that place he had to pick to have a stronger faith and so he did that and he's now become the head of the house which mum had always been praying for for him mm. while that was a really hard situation I would never want, wish that for him ever again it was amazing to see that God could do such an amazing thing in such a hard time and so I like looking back on those amazing moments and going God even though I would never want to do it again thank you so much for growing me as a person thank you so much for changing the environment around me thank you so much for just 
how good of a God you are that I got out the other side of it. In that moment, it wasn't the moment. Like it wasn't the only thing. And yeah, I think it's a really great reminder of just how great of a God he is. Really critical for a season like this too, I can imagine where people are going through really hard losses of finance, um, of freedom a little bit, of things that we can do. And so I think even in this season to be able to know that there will be a hindsight eventually. There will be a moment we look back and realize how did we go through this season? Did we draw closer to God and reflectively pray? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And like I was saying before, like it builds that more intimate relationship with him. Like he reveals his character in those moments as well, mm-hmm. which I think is just really special as well. Like I definitely feel like coming out of coronavirus, I've seen another side of God that Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen at the beginning of that and it gives like that extra little glimmer of hope yeah I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do on the other side of this because this was not a season any of us were prepared for it can be really hard I guess when you're going through a hard season or a challenging season to not reflect and to not pray and not draw closer to God what inspires you to actually choose to draw closer to God in hard seasons there's one verse in Romans as well. I know it's so close to the other verse I was chatting about before, but I really love it. And it's Romans 8, 38 and 39. It says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. It doesn't matter what happens between now and two years time, five years time, 10 years time. Like nothing that happens in that season is ever gonna separate me from him. He's not gonna leave me in that season. And so yeah, I really love being able to write about that and write it down and be able to look back and go, God, you really, you were with me in that season. Even if I didn't feel it, even if I couldn't feel you being near to me, I really love that reminder, just that that's, that's who he is. He's not a God that said, okay, pray to me and just wait and see. Maybe I'll answer it. It's like a slot, it's not a slot machine kind of prayer. It's a hundred percent, it's a relationship with him. So yeah, definitely really love that as an inspiration and learning to pause with him as well. Give him space to do what he's going to do. Sometimes it can be so hard to feel like it feels like God's a million miles away. Mm-hmm. It feels like he, he's not actually listening. It's like, I've been praying for this thing for such a long time. Like, why aren't you answering this prayer? Almost draw a wedge between you and God. And you just feel like he's, he's not there walking beside you and holding your hand. But being able to reflectively look on prayer and go, God, you were there. Like you mm-hmm. were watching over me. You were like, you had a hand in that. Like I'm definitely one of those optimistic people who love to see the good in everything but even non-christians like look in on that as well and they see that reaction Mm. and go well something's different about that person like they have hope in something bigger which i think is also really beautiful Hannah, what does the Bible tell us about reflective prayer? Yeah, so when I was talking before about Romans 8, 28, where it says, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and that he has purpose for us. I feel like it's really important for us to be able to write it down and remember what God has done in that time. Yeah, I feel like that's when God like develops a relationship with us. I heard um, someone chat about this the other night. We've been doing the prayer course in a small group at the moment, which I highly recommend. Such a great course. Prayercourse.org. Yeah. It's not our course, but we love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All our small groups are doing it. It's so good. But in that, it was talking about when you like have a relationship with God, he really enjoys hearing from us as well. He doesn't need to hear from us and doesn't need for us to glorify him. Like he knows he's great. He knows he's perfect. But like that just makes a more intimate relationship with him. Like it helps to make him feel like he is present even when you can't feel he's present if that makes any sense yeah it makes 100 percent sense yeah so yeah i think that's why i really love that verse like that god is working and he loves us and that's a truth regardless of what we're going through at that time god just really wants a relationship with us he wants it to be a two-way thing he doesn't always just want to have us just coming with all this list of needs and then not coming back and going 
hey god like thank you so much for doing this and that and this like it's like if i have a relationship with you mm-hmm. i come and talk to you about everything i don't just come to you and go okay so sarah i need you to bake this week and that is it bye like i come and go how is your week how are you doing and i yeah. like cover all that other stuff to like or develop. if i do bake you say thanks for the baked goods <laughs> yeah exactly like i develop a like a deeper relationship with you mm-hmm. and god's no different like he wants us to be able to like come to him and see him as a father and as someone who he can talk to about everything and anything if you could summarize some final words of encouragement for listeners what would that be buy a journal. (laughs) Um, People have been telling me to journal for a very long time. I didn't for a really long time. I would, I would have a journal, but kind of like put ideas in it every now and then. But journaling doesn't have to be sitting down and recounting your day and just your life and going, okay, God, today I did this, this, and this. It can be just a space of creatively writing words. Like sometimes I find it really helpful when I'm praying to write down the exact words that I have prayed in that moment, or even just writing a prayer. I really, really enjoy that. I would recommend recommend getting like a really pretty one something yes. that you really love having something that matches your bible um, <laughs> just so that like whatever works for you mm-hmm. like some i know some people really love typing i know some people really love writing in the columns of their bible but like make it authentic and genuine for you so that you want to write in it and so that you want to be able to look back at that but then yeah remembering to reflect in prayer as well like it's such an important part of developing a relationship with god and it's something that we often brush over like as soon as it's answered go okay cool thanks god and then not actually dwell in that moment of, okay, God, like, wow, you were there. Amazing. The thought came across my mind is like, if the Israelites hadn't forgotten to look back at the Red Sea moment, they mm. might not have been in the desert for so long. Like the yeah, fact that they like so they true. kept forgetting to look back on God and all the amazing things he'd done. And so then they just kept mm. putting them behind and behind and behind. But I love what you've talked about today in terms of we need to have a journal and pray and then mm-hmm. reflect on that prayer and reflect on everything that we've done with God mm-hmm. um, in our lives. So yeah, it's been really encouraging. Thanks for sharing with us. No, that's okay. Anytime. Thank you for having Any, me. Really? Anytime? <laughs> anytime. <laughs> I know we'll be now doing this once a fortnight. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. I don't know about you, but I always leave feeling challenged, inspired, and encouraged to continue seeking a deeper relationship with Jesus. For notifications on future episodes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if you want more encouragement throughout the week, you can follow her daily drive on Instagram or simply like the Facebook page. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.